You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, I'm Scott Cullen, host of Locked On Fantasy Baseball on the Locked On Podcast Network. For the season previews this year, do a topic and then preview one American League and one National League team uh, for fantasy purposes. In today's episode, we're going to take a look at pitcher strikeouts uh, before previewing the Baltimore Orioles and Milwaukee Brewers. You might ask why Baltimore is in this place in the middle of the alphabetic order. Well, it's possible I skipped over them early on, and so uh, we're catching up. Sorry about that. Uh, so let's take a look at pitcher strikeouts and the trends. Uh, in 2020... Uh, pitchers uh, were generating 9.1 strikeouts per nine innings. That's uh, the, the highest average on, on record. And 2019, it was 8.9. 2018, 8.5. You can see where the climb is going here. 2017, it was 8.3. 2016, 8.1. 2015, 7.8. So just from 2015 through 2020, it's gone from 7.8 strikeouts per nine to 9.1 strikeouts per nine. Back in 2010, it was 7.1 strikeouts per nine. In 2000, it was 6.5 strikeouts per nine. Uh, go back a, a generation uh, or more to 1990, it was 5.7 strikeouts per nine. So the game has dramatically changed. Now, at the same time, uh, pitcher usage has changed. So if, if you take a look at those vastly increased strikeout rates, uh, if you look at the number of pitchers that recorded at least 180 strikeouts in the season, well, the numbers are, are you know fairly steady. Uh, in 2020, if you took uh, pitchers who had 67 or more strikeouts, that prorates to 181 over a full season, there were 23. In 2019, there were 27. In 2018, there were 25, with three more at 179. In 2017, there were 24. 2016, 21. 2015, 22. Back in 2010, there were 27. Uh, now, go further back into 2000, well, there's 19. 1990, there's only 11. But if you go kind of from 2010 through 2020, even as uh, the strikeout rate has, has climbed from 7.1 strikeouts per nine to 9.1 strikeouts per nine, uh, the number of pitchers uh, who will get you at least 180 strikeouts kind of remains the same. Uh, and so you're in the ballpark of two dozen, uh, one year to the next. And so uh, how does that affect uh, fantasy value? Well, ultimately, uh, it seems that you're going to have the, the same cast of, of characters who are, who are available to give you strikeouts. And if that means, uh, you know, you at least want to have two of them um, and may, you may be a little bit more, uh, but so you don't get left behind basically, but uh, it's not as though suddenly the, the number of pitchers who, who are going to give you uh, 180 strikeouts uh, has, has gone way down. Uh, that sort of has, has remained consistent uh, even as the strikeout rate has spiked, uh, I suppose in part because uh, you know, more of those strikeouts are going to relievers. Uh, but uh, at, if you if you set 180 as a, a, a pretty high bar uh, for what a pitcher can give you in a season, uh, getting guys who, who give you more than that, they, they set up a, a pretty sound foundation uh, under that category. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over. The NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are all in full swing. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. They have real-time, updated odds, and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today. Receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. 
We're covering everything you need to know about fantasy baseball, but what about the rest of sports? Now, the Locked On Podcast Network has you covered there as well with Locked On Today. It's hosted by the great Peter Bukowski. It's all the sports news you need every morning in under 20 minutes. Follow the Locked On Today podcast wherever you get podcasts. Okay, so let's take a look at the Baltimore Orioles. Not uh, not the most encouraging uh, season for the Orioles, uh, which is kind of standard fare these days, uh, but they do have a few players uh, who will be of interest. We'll start with the right fielder, Anthony Santander. Uh, probably... Uh, looking in the middle rounds uh, before you have to take him. But uh, in 165 plate appearances before getting hurt last season, Santander had 11 home runs. Uh, if you get him into a, a full major league season, 30-plus home runs, uh, is not an unreasonable expectation. Uh, designated hitter Trey Mancini is probably uh, in the middle rounds as well. He didn't play in 2020 after he was diagnosed with colon cancer. But his 2019 was great. 35 home runs, 291 average, 899 OPS, scored 106 runs, drove in 97. I mean, we don't know if Mancini's going to be able to get there again, but we have some idea what kind of ceiling is out there for him uh, if he's healthy. So uh, Santander and Mancini uh, are pretty productive bats that you can can feel happy about on on your fantasy squad. Uh, Then we start to get a little little more questionable. Uh, Center fielder Austin Hayes is maybe a late round pick. 272 career plate appearances. He's hitting 272, has nine home runs. If he can win the starting job ahead of Cedric Mullins, you know, there's a chance that Hayes is worth a look, at least in deeper leagues. Uh, first baseman, Ryan Mountcastle, uh, had 140 plate appearances as a rookie last year and, and showed pretty well. Had five home runs, hit 333 with an 878 OPS, uh, and, and he had hit well in the minors. Uh, so pretty good reason to think that Mountcastle uh, is going to be able to hit. Uh, and so if you want to add Hayes or Mountcastle, uh, in the later rounds, that's probably okay too. After that, we're really into questionable territory. Uh, third baseman Rio Ruiz has some power, but he's a career 220 hitter. You, that's probably a deal breaker right there. Uh, catcher Chance Cisco uh, does have 16 home runs and 525 career plate appearances, which is all right, I guess, but he's a 205 career hitter. Again, probably a deal breaker. Uh, now, on the other side, maybe it's Pedro Severino. Maybe he gets more of the uh, action behind the plate. And 519 plate appearances with Baltimore the past two seasons, 18 home runs, and a 249 batting average. Well, you know, the 249 batting average is much more appealing than 205. Uh, so, it, 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 but then the question is, who's actually going to get the playing time? If Severino is the one getting uh, playing time for the Orioles, he might have some low-end fantasy value. Uh, shortstop Freddie Galvis. who's kind of a low-end middle infield option. He's a 247 career hitter, and that's, you know, not that inspiring. He doesn't run uh, all that much, uh, at least not as much as he, he did in his, his best years. But he's also a two-time 20 home run hitter. So there, there is a little bit of pop, but he, he typically ends up being uh, a guy who's out there waiting on your waiver wire. Uh, center fielder Cedric Mullins, uh, like I say, he's probably battling Austin Hayes uh, for playing time. And he does have a little bit of speed. So if Mullins uh, works his way into a regular role, uh, then, then he could have some value. Uh, second baseman Yolmer Sanchez only played 11 games last season. Uh, but for his career, he's a 245 career hitter. Not much power, not much speed. Uh, the, <laughs> there's not, not a huge fantasy appeal in that. Uh, now, there's maybe a sleeper candidate in the outfield is DJ Stewart. Uh, he does have 14 home runs and 301 career plate appearances. He's also hitting 224 for his career, including 193 last season. And so that probably uh, means you don't have to take him on draft day. You can wait and see uh, how things are going in terms of playing time and whether he's hitting for uh, average at all. Uh, but uh, Stewart does have at least a, a tiny bit of upside. Now to the Baltimore pitching staff, uh, where, again, not a lot of... Uh, Certainly no high-end options, and then uh, even the middle uh, middle round options are, are few. And we'll start with starting pitcher John Means, uh, who was 
better in 2019 than he was in 2020. Um, and But even though he had some questionable uh, numbers in 2020, he did have a 0.99 whip uh, in 10 starts. And so you, you, you could talk yourself into John Means as, as somebody to fill out kind of the back end of your fantasy rotation. Uh, the other uh, Orioles starters are, are sort of sleeper, long shot uh, types that, uh, you know, maybe you take them in the, in the last round kind of thing, or maybe you uh, uh, keep an eye on them on the waiver wire. But uh, Keegan Aiken uh, flashed some potential at 12.3 strikeouts per nine. Uh, in eight appearances as a rookie, uh, but he also had a 4.56 ERA, 1.44 whip, uh, and that's too high for, for real fantasy value. Uh, also, Dean Creamer, uh, who had good numbers at double uh, A, got hit hard at, uh, in four starts at triple A, and not great in four major league starts, but you know those are really small samples, so uh, just keep an eye on Creamer and see whether or not he uh, uh, kind of lives up to what he had done at double A. Uh, you can look at... Uh, Starting pitchers Jorge Lopez and Felix Hernandez, if, if King Felix uh, does stick in that uh, rotation. But there's not much to suggest that Lopez or Hernandez have uh, fantasy value at this point. Uh, to the bullpen, uh, where closer Hunter Harvey, um, he's the favorite uh, for the closer position, but he's also injured right now. Suffered an oblique injury uh, and may not be ready to start the season. Uh, and so that uh, then leaves you looking to the likes of Cesar Valdez or Tanner Scott. Neither one's a great answer uh, to close in Harvey's absence, but it's possible they get some early save opportunities. Rock Auto is an online parts source where you can get just about anything for any type of vehicle. And rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com, shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks, delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck and write locked on in there. How did you hear about us box? So they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. All right. So let's check in on the Milwaukee Brewers who are more promising, uh, coming into the 2021 season, maybe not great, but there is some high end talent here, uh, and will be of interest, uh, for fantasy managers. And we'll start with Christian Yelich. Uh, left fielder had such an improbably awful season in 2020. It That can't possibly be uh, what he is. If you looked at what he was in 2018 and 2019, he was one of the top few players in, in all of baseball. Uh, and so understandable if if you, you want to ding him a little bit for that. Uh, but to me, that means you're taking him in you know early second round or late first round as opposed to right near the top. I, I don't think we can... Uh, you don't need to ignore his uh, 2020 results. Uh, you also don't need to pretend that that's the same uh, as what he did in, in full seasons in 2018 and 2019. Uh, first baseman, Keston Hura. Uh, probably look to get him in the middle rounds uh, this season. He had a great half season in 2019 when he first came up. Uh, that was pretty much a dud in 2020. Uh, but he's also just 24 years old. Probably worth investing in his potential. Uh, but he's also going to be easier uh, to get this year than he was last year. Uh, center fielder Lorenzo Cain, probably a middle round pick. Uh, he only played five games last season before opting out, uh, but he has 
more than 25 steals four times in his career. He's also a career 288 hitter. Uh, so if he's healthy, Kane does have value. Uh, second baseman, Colton Wong. Uh, is probably a later round uh, pick. He doesn't do a whole lot at the plate. He's respectable batting average, but nothing, uh, nothing great. Uh, and he can steal bases. He has three seasons with at least 15 steals. And that alone uh, makes him maybe a viable late round middle infield option. And maybe not more than that. Maybe he's still going to be out there on the waiver wire. But uh, if you need steals, Colton Wong tends to be uh, a guy who's out there in the, in the late rounds as a possibility. Uh, right fielder Jackie Bradley Jr. Uh, might have some late round value. He was, he's a fantastic outfielder, um, but you know, his value is primarily defensive. Uh, and he's inconsistent at the plate. Uh, he's saying 239 for his career. Uh, has two 20 home run seasons and one season with 17 stolen bases. So you can see that there's potential there. If, if you ever, ever managed to merge uh, those two together, you, you could have a, a very valuable uh, fantasy player. And, and But Bradley isn't, isn't quite that guy. Uh, but at the same time, if he gives you 20 home runs and manages to hit for a respectable average, uh, that could work. Outfielder Avicel Garcia, uh, who's really been up and down. 2017 and 2019 were really impressive. 2018, 2020, not so much. There's also some question now about playing time uh, with Jackie Bradley Jr. Uh, being signed. So uh, Garcia probably ends up out there on the waiver wire, but uh, a, a player with some decent talent uh, if he's going to get uh, enough appearances uh, to make it work. Uh, catcher Omar Narvaez, who had a career best season in 2019 and then kind of fell flat in 2020. If he hits like he did in 2019, he's a legit uh, fantasy starter at catcher. Uh, but we also don't know that that's a guaranteed outcome either. Uh, so, you know, late round uh, option, uh, maybe as your backup in, in a two-catcher or a, uh, as a two-catcher league, but uh, Narvaez is, there, there's kind of a hint of upside there. Uh, shortstop Orlando Arcia uh, does have two 15 home run seasons, but his career batting average is 244, 660 OPS in his career. Uh, he doesn't hit well enough to be a real threat for fantasy. Uh, corner infielder Travis Shaw, uh, did have back-to-back 30 home run seasons before he fell off a cliff in 2019. He started to climb out last season a little bit when he was with Toronto, uh, but really not productive enough to uh, commit to uh, on draft day at the very least. Uh, you know, and if you looked at other third baseman, uh, Luis Urias has a 2.26 average, 6.35 OPS in his career. Not not a factor in fantasy, uh, and so that's kind of where you're left with the, the Milwaukee lineup. Is you have uh, you know Yelich and Hura. Uh, and, and maybe Kane offer you some uh, more appealing uh, stats, and then it, it kind of gets thin there near the end. The pitching staff is led by Brandon Woodruff, who you can probably be comfortable uh, with in the second or third round. And 35 starts in the past two seasons. Has a 3.41 ERA, 1.09 whip, 10.8 strikeouts per nine. He's won 14 games. Um, that'll all play. Uh, and so you can take Woodruff relatively early. Uh, also, Corbin Burns. Uh, now, how much you're going to uh, put in uh, based on his 2020 season is uh, that I guess depends on how early uh, you want to commit to him. Uh, is that his 2020? He was incredible. 2.11 ERA, 1.02 WHIP, 13.3 strikeouts per nine. But it's a sample of 59 two-thirds innings. So, is that who Corbin Burns is over a full uh, major league season? If he is, you know, take it, take him ahead of Woodruff. Uh, but if there's some uncertainty there because, you know, that's the first time we've ever seen Burns pitch like that in the majors. You know, maybe maybe you take him a little bit after, say, in the fifth round. Uh, but if you're looking at a pitcher who gives you, you know, a high ceiling, a chance to be uh, really good, uh, one of those guys who might get you 180-plus strikeouts, then Corbin Burns uh, is, is worth considering. Uh, 
down to the middle rounds, you might want Josh Limblom. Now, he did have a 5.16 ERA uh, last year in his return to Major League Baseball, but, you know, the, and, and that that's a deal breaker. If you have a 5.16 ERA, that just crushes you. Uh, but he has a 1.28 whip, which is, you know, not the end of the world. 10.3 strikeouts per nine, which is pretty good. And his fielding independent pitching was 3.87. So, you know, you can you can convince yourself on Josh Limblom that uh, in the middle uh, middle rounds to the later rounds that he has uh, fantasy appeal. Uh then the, the guys at the back end of the rotation are sort of uh, about as valuable as, as you might expect for fantasy. Adrian Hauser, past two seasons, has a 4.25 ERA, 1.33 whip, 8.7 strikeouts per nine, all of which are okay, totally fine to, to have in your rotation in, in the majors. Uh, for fantasy, it's kind of not quite uh, what you need. You need uh, the ERA and the whip to be a little bit lower uh, to, to get into real consideration. Uh, also, Brett Anderson, uh, who has a you know, made his career having a hard time staying healthy. But over the past three years, he's had 58 starts, has a 4.09 ERA, 1.30 whip, and only five strikeouts per nine. And so Anderson ends up being a guy who's out on the waiver wire a lot. Uh, and, you know, in, in desperate times, you, you might see a favorable matchup and go, okay, I'll take Brett Anderson and he can he can fill in for me. Uh, and that's sort of, I guess, the same route you can go with Adrian Hauser. If you, if you don't end up taking him late in the draft, that you can use him as, as a streaming option during the season, somebody to target when he gets favorable matchups. Now to the Milwaukee bullpen, uh, you get uh, Josh Hader, who's an elite closer option. Past three seasons, he has a 2.66 ERA, uh, 62 saves, a 0.82 whip, and 16 strikeouts per nine. There's, uh, you know, Hader's uh, numbers out of the bullpen are, are elite. Uh, and so you, you end up having to take him relatively early uh, in terms of closers, but that depends, you know, on your league as to how early that really will be. Uh, if uh, you're you know, going kind of speculative uh, in the bullpen or going for setup guys, Devin Williams is obviously a great option. He had an incredible rookie season last year, 0.33 ERA, 0.63 whip, 17.7 strikeouts per nine. If anything happened to Josh Hader, uh, the Brewers would naturally turn to Williams and have uh, a great closing option right, right in-house. Uh, so that'll do it. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow. Uh, we'll have more stats and team previews. Uh, check out Locked On Fantasy Hockey, show that I'm now hosting. Uh, find these podcasts, subscribe, drop in a five-star rating on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Radio.com, wherever you get your podcasts. Stay locked in with Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily source for fantasy news and analysis.